see here, kid. You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. What's going on, everybody? This is KJ, coming from KJ Studios with the very, very, very first telephone interview. And I am very honored to have the opportunity to talk to Miss Geraldine Lovely on the very first KJ phone interview. Are you there, Geraldine? Hey, T. <laughs> so what'd you think? Uh, about what the intro or the intro like did you ever think i caught it i have a dj voice or are sh- you should you say like hey just hang it up now or <laughs> oh god honestly when i first heard that you were um doing the podcast and whatnot i'm gonna be honest with you, i rolled my eyes i was like everybody's trying to do podcasts or whatever but um that interview you had with i'm terrible i forgot his name but the uh, our marketing guy. Oh, well, Mark Darrell, Mark yeah. da- Mark Darnell. Yes, yes, I know. I'm so sorry. Mark. No, it's okay. I talked to him all the time when I was working, but yeah, when I watched it, I just kept going. I was like, okay, this actually is, you know, has substance, mm-hmm. not just the how people are now just trying to be famous kind of thing. Yeah. So kudos, Steve. <laughs> I love your brutal honesty. You know, um, <laughs> truth be told, um, when you when I started this, um, I rolled my eyes too. Um, so you're not alone. And, and so what I mean by that is is that when we often try to step out and do other things, right? Um, I think we will always get lots of perspectives and lots of different lenses um, and opinions on why people do what they do. If that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning like, so, yeah. you know, so what is like, is like chief, you know, chief just still has to be out in the limelight type of stuff. Right. Come on. Let's, let's, is that kind of like what was in the mind with the eyes rolling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, no worries. And but, so, you know, you give it a chance and you actually like learn things that you didn't think you knew about other people before. So I like that part. Yeah. And, and, and that's what motivated it. You know, truth be told, um, I could have just rode off into the sunset. I got a good job, you know, um, uh, I just got my, uh, VA disability rating, you know, and it was, it was a hundred percent. Let's, let's do that. Hey. Right. And so, uh, yeah, the funny part is, is when you added up everything, it was like three hundred fifty percent. So I don't know how I'm walking. Um, exactly. <laughs> but no, I That's did it. How I felt. Well, you know, and the truth be truth be told, um, and you know, we you know we obviously can peel back the layers and go back to the history of when you know we both served together. But what mm-hmm. what I what I've always done, and people don't always necessarily see it, right? So remember what you said: given a chance and opportunity, right? to mm-hmm. peel back the layers, watch, listen, give me a chance. Um, you learn a whole lot, right? And I oh. think there's a whole lot of your story that people don't necessarily understand. <clears throat> and some of that, right, like in my Air Force history, right, um, I will always have the one earmark chapter of the Facebook Live. And come on, you, you, you will hear it if you listen to my podcast where people are like, oh, you're the chief of Sergeant Lovely Facebook Live. And I was like, trust me, mm-hmm. someone has already said, hold my beer, Geraldine, and went off and did something <laughs> on their own. So, you know, 
the biggest thing is that I think you deserve a platform to speak about all the unknowns. And that's not necessarily why I wanted to do this, but I absolutely would if you're willing to entertain it, talk about that. But I was also your chief. So you could also ask me questions because none of us are under NJP no more. Um, right. But when I did this, and as you listen to what uh, Mark Darnell's interview and some of the other ones, mm-hmm. I do it because I think people deserve a platform to have a voice. They deserve an opportunity to share their stories. And hence, here you are with an opportunity to share your voice, your side of the story. You may or may not ask me what my perspectives or thoughts on things were. You may have questions. You may not. But I would absolutely love if you would uh, introduce yourself to those who have chose to tune in. And by the way, no, this is not live. We talked about that at the beginning. Um, (laughs) So what happens is, is we do this. I take it. I edit it. I do all the fancy stuff. And then I drop it in on uh, social media. And I'm not that cool. So, you know, I have a little bit. I have a few <laughs> listeners. You know what I mean? So we're, we haven't gone viral. Really, you probably could give me some lessons on going viral. And that's, Oh, my God. That's a funny joke. I don't joke. think I would be a good... <laughs> So, so oh my God. I'm, I'm a few months into this and I haven't gone viral. So, um, Geraldine, please introduce yourself to the listeners. Um, and we, and yeah, shit, let's go from there. And by the way, you told me you don't have a filter and I have no issues with that. Yeah, I can't help it. It just goes. But I'm Geraldine Lovely. And if you don't know me, go Google my last name and you'll find out. But, um, I'm in West Virginia now. I got out of the Air Force last year, and I'm currently pursuing my bachelor's in accounting and just enjoying my second chance. You know, I, I love hearing that because any anyone who's uh, worth their weight and salt will be the first one to admit I made a mistake, but it's how we bounce back from it, right? So I'm super proud of you for bouncing back from this. Um, and, and I think we both, both would be remiss if we didn't get a, a future, a, at least a quick shout out to, uh, uh, future chief cash. Cause, uh, she, she was phenomenal in taking care of, uh, you and me through this oh process. Right? Yes. She is amazing. Yeah. He was when that whole internet thing happened, she was the first person I thought of. Like, I didn't show up to work. I'm sure you remember that. I didn't show up to work because I was so scared of facing her. Like, just, I couldn't, I couldn't watch her disappointed face. And I was just like, but she is amazing. Congrats. Um, what, is the chief cash now? Or she hasn't put she's, it on yet? She's going to sew on in uh, one uh, December. Wow. But yeah, she is definitely well-deserved. Like I told her, I'm like, your rank is finally catching up to the great leadership you've shown us yeah so it's definitely well-deserved yeah absolutely so the second chance right so mm-hmm. we talked about it right so we talked about that incident real quick and that seems to be the big elephant in the room um but i think it's only fair like when we're going through all that process it's kind of like a hurricane just hits right um oh. and no one ever really knows the buildup. And before we even started recording and I was talking about when I arrived um, at Nellis, 
Um, I think you were kind of already going through stuff. I could tell. Like, I remember meeting you in the storeroom. Mm-hmm. You're in Chef White's. And your nonverbals just kind of said, there's something in my mind. And I think you were going through some struggles. And without getting into detail, um, but if we're focusing on second chances and perseverance and bouncing back and you held strong, despite what anybody thinks, and trust me, you can be the best. I mean, shit, I made chief and I did a lot. I still had people talk shit about me, right? Um, I still have people rolling their eyes when I want to start a podcast. Um, that was That was directed at you. Um, <laughs> I can take it Chief. I know you can I'm messing with you <laughs> um, but I mean these are things that still like do you agree that there's people who can learn from the mistakes that you had made I mean you were eight year tech sergeant right oh yeah um, okay. yeah so what would you I mean like, can we can we go down that path a little bit on like what was going on in sure, life I um, personal I mean first I just wanted to thank you for giving me a platform because I wasn't giving any platform to, you know, try to give my side of things. Yeah, let's hear it. Like, whatever I talk about is not, I just want to make sure that people understand it's not an excuse for that behavior. It's not. I totally own up to that stupidity on my part. But like you said, before all of that happened, I was already going through a really tough time. I've already been seeing mental health for two years before that and I was going through a really, really hard divorce and Yeah. I mean if if anybody knew you before that, you had looked phenomenal. You were lifting weights and were you doing uh physique? Yes, I was competing in MPC and yep. my career was, you know, spotless. I did everything by the book. I got along with everyone and if they knew me before 2016, they wouldn't think that it's the same person. Right. So, so what happened? Like, you know, cause sometimes I think, you know, the things in our life and I've been through it, I've been through divorce and deployment. I've been through some mm-hmm. shit too. Right. And I understand. Right. And it's funny because we don't sometimes realize how internally uh, toxic we are. And I don't mean toxic isn't a bad person. There's like, like inside something has crept into us and we don't realize it. We don't realize that our nonverbals have changed and we don't realize we're lashing out and we don't realize we're getting to a point of like, fuck your rank. Right. I mean, like, like, Mm -hmm. let's be real, right. You're, you're to a point where you, you're really having a paradigm shift of like that. None of that's important to me right now. Um, and I think you just, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you were going through some things and I, and I'd rather you tell us because Kevin James, and who also was your chief at the time, um, <clears throat> I saw that, and I think I did a pretty good job at trying to put you in in positions to have some change, to have some reflection, to have some ownership, right? Um, to have some time to breathe without being criticized because you did the one deep thing, and you were starting to thrive on it. Mm-hmm. And you were supposed to deploy, and, right? Right. So, yeah. That was what's what's all oh, you was about to blow up with something. So let's hear it. Well, like I said, I was already going through a really tough time. Like I said, I was going through mental health because my home life just wasn't good. And this is not to knock on my ex husband or whatever. He he did try his best, but it was already I was getting full. You know, my home life was no longer good. Yeah. And so I focused on my work life. And then slowly I didn't realize that 
the, like you said, the toxic stuff that was in my personal life was starting to into my work. And then I would slowly just, people would tell me, why are you so angry all the time? And to me, because to me, looking at my airmen, I was like, they're making so much basic mistakes that they should have at school. That was getting so frustrated to me. Yeah. And to me, you know, that's what I focus on is I can't control my home life. Let me focus on what I can control right here. And right. so I was drilling on my airmen. I was unfair to them. Okay. But it was also unfair to me to have to teach you how to boil an egg and not burn it. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they're throwing each other on the bus left and right. Everyone was just for themselves. And that's not how, that's not my Air Force. That right. is not how I grew up in the Air Force. I remember covering for each other, taking care of each other. And I, I was so frustrated about that. Yeah. And it just kept going, and my frustration and anger kept going. And let's go into that specific um, viral video. Yeah, so let, let's, let's go – let's, let's go – three days before that because i don't know if you remember <laughs> i came into the gym and i was upset about that pile of chalk under that big stupid uh, alpha wire thing do you remember that mm -hmm. yeah you were so i remember <laughs> i know many times you were very upset at me and you thought i didn't believe in you and i actually very much did um <clears throat> i'm always very hard with folks because i believe that's the way you grow them if that makes sense um introduce mm -hmm. a little pressure and they they grow and if they can't grow to it, then that's when you got to shift into development and, uh, you know, deliberate development and inspiration. But, um, you know, when it happened, I was like, I was like, oh, shit, I must have like really, really upset her <laughs> until I saw the video. So what was what was going on from your lens that led up to that? And I say a couple of days before because it don't just happen. Right. I mean, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh it, 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 the, the time frames are a little weird and different, right? Cause you'd went to what you thought was a private group and then it kind of just got pushed out and bounced over and stuff like that. Yeah. Let me tell you, Keith, it is a whole spider web of events that led up to that day. So let's go to that private group. I am the kind of person that only, you know, made friends with my fellow military people. And when I moved to Nellis, I decided that I was going to make an effort to make Friends with the spouses. Clearly, that was a giant mistake. And I, that's just another, you know, showing to my heavy weight, whatever. And then you would go into work and you would have to deal with the same thing where you feel so belittled right. because you no longer, you're not acknowledged. You're not even looked at. When people... If I if you were walking into the detox and you say hi to me and I just keep walking and not even look at you, how would you feel? Yeah, so that it was it sucks. That was it, it sucks. <laughs> it's still shitty. It is still shitty. But right, I was already feeling that way. Yeah, for a long time, I felt so underappreciated, under. I don't know. I was very, very much overwhelmed. And this person, she did exactly what I just said. Yeah. And so 
I went to the smoke tent and recorded that whole video, posted it to um, that Facebook group. Yeah. And so when I posted it, the girl definitely was like, mm, this is not right. And I, I asked, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, this is really, really racist. But the, we were having a conversation, right. you know, we were, I was being explained because I was completely ignorant and dumb that I didn't realize that that video hurt people. But they, they were so patient with me yeah. to try to make me realize why I'm wrong. And then we ended that conversation. I, I left that conversation apologizing to them. Yeah. Thank you, right? I, I screwed up. And apparently the person in that group, you know, she thought that wasn't good enough. Which she I found out who it was really pissed me off because this person I would take care of like she wasn't in our squadron, but I would offer to watch her kids because she was also being a single parent. And like I thought this person was my friend if she had a problem and just I'm the kind of person just stay to my face and Wow. Whatever. And then I found out that she was the one that sent it. And so this was a military. This is a mili- This is a military member. Oh yeah. Look at me. I'm being all noisy. Two of them. Now. I'm so noisy now. I'm so but noisy. Two of them. <laughs> I mean, I ask me because I'm just glad somebody's actually asking me <laughs> questions about it instead of just like you're that person. Like keep, I I am currently in the process of changing my name. That's how bad it is. Is it still bad? So, like so, I so what I mean, like, you, so what I mean is like, yeah, I mean, I, I know, I guess that part of me, but like, I know you went through a lot of stuff. I mean, there were threats, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I mean, people just bad mouth you and bad mouth you. And that was something I always had a problem with. Um, I will tell you that, uh, when I went to uh chief school and another conference, that video was shown and, um, someone stood up there like, Hey, that's her chief right there. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I'm going to say it to you, what I said. And just like I said to them chiefs, I was like, what I want to know is what the fuck did you say to your people who showed all their airmanship and all their, their wingmanship talking shit. Right. So, so, and what I mean by that is you, you basically got hemmed up really for your conduct. Correct. Yeah. Right. And I was yeah. like, so I see people all the time on social media thrashing people. You can go to the Airman NCL senior NCL page, which by the way, hopefully, I don't know if you go back there. It's much easier for me no, to look no. at it now, now that I'm not in the air force no more, I can go there and laugh, yeah. but it's the same old story. People just thrashing on each other, you know? Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> that's, that's the part that bothers me because, um, we talk about being, in the profession of arms we talk about being airmen and we talk about being in something that's better and above the normal uh private sector business and all that but at the end of the day you can't take the human out of human beings and yeah. it doesn't matter which institution you work for um you're still going to have folks who do things now while you did acknowledge that you know like hey you know i made a mistake we i mean let's all concur to that right i mean i mean mm-hmm. shit but let's not lie to ourselves that everybody out there don't have moments where they don't want to go out and blast some shit out there and get their voice heard. Um, right. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, trust me, you know, so, um, 
I think we forget that when it comes to, well, let me rephrase. This is what I was thinking about earlier about, because, you know, obviously when I was approaching this uh, interview with you, I want to be very sensitive to not rip open any scars that may not have healed that I'm not aware of. Mm -hmm. and um i think it takes courage for you to come on too i appreciate it because because truth be told something that they were like uh um i was talking to someone i was like yeah i had to unfriend geraldine and they're like really i was like it's like come on i'm her chief you know what i mean like i was like for me ignorance was bliss meaning if she's on there posting stuff it's better that i'm not on there and so hopefully you respect that and understand that uh for me at that time it was just better for probably all parties um, oh yeah definitely and, and then later you graciously accepted it or i think you added me on instagram and vice versa and you were like this dude i'm out he's he's kj as far as i'm concerned and then you refused to call me kevin or kj as chief um which t to me in my heart means that regardless how everything played out um you absolutely still had some little bit of respect for maybe the good things that i did right um but, Definitely. I mean, that's just, you know, what the military instilled in me. If you, rec you show respect by acknowledging their rank, and that's just how I'm always going to address people that was in the military with me because that's how I know you. Yeah. Well, I don't know you yet as a civilian. So maybe, Chief, maybe I'll work there calling you Kevin. Uh, yeah, you can, you can, you can <laughs> say, hey, dickhead. I mean, as far as, as far as what you want, I mean, the point is, is that, that's, I hope you don't say that unless it's, you know, you're drinking and you're like, Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? But, oh, God. but, um, uh, I think there, there are some, you know, things that came to fruition later, you know, like, you know, uh, one particular, uh, senior officer, you know, talked about, you know, how you had ruined 71 years of blah, blah, blah. Right. And then oh. they were, fi <laughs> they were fired. Right. Um, mm -hmm. for something that was even worse, but I didn't see no thrashings and I didn't see uh, no demotions or being kicked out of the military. Um, and so I, I say that to you um, because if you haven't already put into perspective um, and I'm not saying you were dealt about hand because I'm going to tell you what though, um, our boss, my boss at the time, um, I, I never once saw him feel intimidated to, to manage this issue. Does that make sense? Like oh, yeah. to make the determination, uh -huh. he, he was rock solid. He never felt influenced. And um, like, I, I really uh, admire that about, and I'll, I'll leave his name out, but um, obviously I only yeah, had. But like, I, I've <laughs> always said I lucked out because my leadership, you know, stood by me and still took care of me. I'm sorry. Now I'm crying. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's a very hard time for me because. You know, social media only knows me by that video. They don't know me. Aside from that, they don't know me as an NCO or an airman. Or my leadership knew. Or as a person. Right. But you guys knew. And you guys know that that wasn't me. And so you guys still had a job to do, but you still made sure that I still felt like I could trust you guys. And that you weren't like social media that just went at me to the extreme. Like you said, like there were so many uh, generals that were getting fired for worse things, but they weren't um, sensationalized. Well, like I was. Well, 
if you've never heard of the saying different spanks for different ranks, um, I think oh. that kind of summarized that. Right. But, um, yeah. um, I say, <laughs> I say this, listen, you're a person, you're a human being, you're going through some shit. You made a bad choice. Doesn't mean you deserve a lifetime sentence of being thrashed. Um, when it comes to, uh, what is and what is not racist, I feel like that particular, um, subject is being more and more diluted um, by folks who are underperformers and Mm -hmm. they can just, they can just label any leader as anything they want and run to the IG, you know? Um, Yeah. If anybody wants to dispute that, just go ask them uh, what percent of uh, complaints are not restriction or reprisal. Half the people who make IG complaints don't even know what the hell the IG is there for. So um, <clears throat> they're just people who just want to make complaints and Hey, it is what it is. That's, that's great. Um, but I, I, I would encourage you, right. Is if you think social media has only been a negative, then I would ask you to maybe look at this as the first step towards a positive. Yeah. I mean, I'm def- I've definitely, you know, worked myself into a better mind frame because that was a very dark place. I would have wished that anyone. Yeah. So but how, I am in a much, much better place now, thankfully. Well, let's talk about that, right? So let's let's talk about that mm-hmm. journey and when it shifted, right? Because, I mean, you had to hang around Nellis for quite a bit, right? And mm-hmm. um, I always did my best to look at you and treat you like nothing had happened, right? Because you didn't need no more shit, mm-hmm. right? And I think sometimes, I think sometimes you have to understand leaders, too, also are like, damn, how do I approach this? <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Like, um, is she going to be mad at me? She ain't, does she have anything to lose? Um, am I going to just take the the F bomb in the hallway across the chin and say, well, she's yeah. a bad play. That's, that's right. I mean, that's, 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 that's the flip side of the coin. And, um, but I think you, you should talk about the pivot, right? Because you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this is, this is what I saw and I observed during that particular time. I think you had a pretty good, and, and I was talking to a, a retired chief and I'm not going to say his name mm-hmm. earlier today. And I had mentioned that I was going to interview you. And he was like, I really want to hear her side of the story. There are people out there who want to hear your side. And I said, I said, I found that it was almost like a, a 40, 40 split left or right on your, in your side against you. And then there was a 20% in the middle who could take bits and pieces of what you did and said, I agree with this. I disagree with this. Does that make sense? So, yeah. So I don't, no, I totally understand. Yeah. I, I don't think everybody was necessarily, um, a dog piling on you there. There is probably a certain group and I would say that they're probably fucking bums, um, because let's be honest, right? Most miserable people will enjoy someone more miserable than them. And they, and they find uh, morale and motivation um, from doing that. And um, trust me, I'm, I'm, I, hey, listen, Jodine, I am going to take the first step with you. KJ is taking the first step with you down a path of more positivity and flipping the script because the best part is, is you can show people that you can't stop me Two, I learned from my mistakes. What am I going to do with it? And three, if you don't think that the fact that, that I'm sitting there having this conversation with you and I may side with some things with you, that someone out there ain't got an opinion more than likely they'll only express that shit on social media. They, they won't, they won't ask me to meet them by the Thunderbird hanger. So, um, so we're just so alike. Um, 
Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, I mean, it's like, um, I respect people's thoughts on a subject, right? I respect, I respect if someone felt something about what you did, right? But mm-hmm. at some point in time, like, let's, let's clear the air and it is what it is and let's move on. Right. There's plenty of other motherfuckers out there who are murdering babies, beating women, you know, like the, the list goes human trafficking, drugs, robbing, murdering. And this is what you want to continue to talk about. Get a fucking life, you know? So, yeah. um, and, and so, you know, like I, I want to talk about your pivot and, and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm hoping that, you know, this may be the first step to you saying, you know what, if I feel a little bit, you know, resistance, reach out, jump on another interview, you know, um, mm-hmm. But don't stop because someone out there is struggling too. And if there's any, if there's any story here, it's about when you made this pivot, mm-hmm. which is no, I'm going to shut my mouth. And I'm curious, when did the pivot happen? And when did your eyes open? And when were you, did you wake up and realize, oh, it doesn't sting quite as much? Well, remember, I don't know if you remember my last hospital visit. Um, I'll just throw it out there that, you know, after that incident, I had been um, institutionalized for um, suicide attempts. Right. And being in a mental hospital and being around people that are going through somewhat the same thing, you know, and learning about their background and what they're going through opened my eyes that my issue isn't as bad as how much the others are struggling. I told myself, I can get back. I can um, survive this because I'm not addicted to anything. I'm not, you know, estranged from my family. I have support. I have kids. And yeah. that's, that's what I told myself. And you have a and dancing grandma, right? You have a dancing grandma? I'm sorry. Oh, yes. My Lola. Your Lola be dancing. I saw that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's where I got it from. (laughs) (laughs) But, and then when I would have to go back to um, our mental health on base and hearing my fellow military tell their story of Mm -hmm. what they're going through, that was just another reassurance that I'm not alone. Because to this day, Steve, I'm still talking to those people I've met and, you know, my group therapy and all of that because we have gone through so much and nobody else would understand it but us because they have gone through something similar. might not be the same, but they knew how hard things are, especially in the military. Right. Especially in the military kicked me out, which you just noticed. That was tough. So you have, you um, have, a, you have your, your support circle. And that was the catalyst of saying, you know what? I have purpose. Yeah. I have purpose. And the fact that telling my story helped others hmm. because they, I've had people tell me, you know, you are strong because as a single parent and all these things you're going through and you have a shot yourself yet. Right. And so that's kind of what helped me is just being there for others that's struggling and having them do the same for me. Having that 
support is so vital. Did any it's of so them, vital. did any of them encourage you to find a way to, I mean, besides maybe this is the first time that you've had an opportunity on a, on a platform to say, you know, for those who I may have heard or offended, I'm, I'm sorry. Cause I, I heard you say that earlier. Um, but I don't, you know, sometimes even when you apologize to people, it's, it's, t- it's like talking to a wall, right? right? Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been unfriended by so many people that I've done more for. They ain't done shit for me. Um, it just shows how how much authenticity they lack. Um, and so um, I just want to really, really reinforce that, that, you know, were you able to get that opportunity or is this the first time you've got a chance probably on something that could go viral <laughs> um, that, you know, you're like, hey, you know, I made a mistake. Um, I'm sorry for those that I hurt because at that time I wasn't thinking about that, right? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't been given any chance. Okay. Do you, do, do you want to take that leap of faith right now? I can, I can, I can put on some like some like methodical, you know, like that intro music. <laughs> um, I even, I mean, you know, like it, it, I got all kinds of little sound effects and stuff on this little thing, you know. Um, <laughs> You know, but uh, oh, I don't know. No, I mean, well, I could. I just think I was, I was a bit confused about the sound effect. No, but I, I mean, if you want me to, I will. Well, here's here's one of them right here. We'll just get you warmed up with one of the sound effects, right? And uh, and the guy I did yesterday, he loved it, right? So, uh, I'll just say this, right? So, guess who? I think really, 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 uh makes the best chicken sandwich. Who? These nuts. You- <laughs> oh, got him. Got him. Oh. <laughs> 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 I am so confused right now. What just happened? <laughs> Come on, tell me you didn't have friends who did those prank calls in the Air Force and uh, when that guy, you know, he's always on the strip here in Las Vegas. And uh, oh my God. And so last time I saw him, he was actually on a Facebook group post where someone knocked his ass out in a bar. <laughs> he was, no and I'm not, la- I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing that he got knocked out, but I'm laughing at the thought of how it played out where maybe he did the D's nuts thing to some drunk guy and some dude just laid him out. So I don't know. I heard you with a big laugh. So hopefully that maybe loosened you up a little bit. So um, I, I think this is the perfect opportunity, you know, and uh, and like you at the intro, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, if you close your eyes, throw it out there, no one can ever say that you didn't be the bigger person. I just want whoever I hurt and everyone that I hurt that to know that I am so sorry and that I own that mistake. I've grown from it and I am so, I don't know, Chief. I'm kind of like. Oh, you're sorry, right? I mean, fuck it. Let's not make it so emotional. You're sorry, and and in my caveat. It's, but it it needs to be. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way people are gonna grasp how ashamed I am of that behavior. 
how long ago was that? Wasn't that like what we were we're looking at like two years now, right? Something something like that. Yeah. Um, Geraldine, yeah. it's time to let that shit go, right? And and I always wanted to interview you uh, when I was out to give you that opportunity. Um, so you did it. I feel like that's still not enough. No, you know, listen, you know? listen, you're right. You're, it's just words, right? This, mm-hmm. this is what you have to do for yourself in your group. You have to go live your life and inspire through action and showing that I made a mistake but you cannot continue to let that be an anchor to hold you back. Your kids are watching you in a blink of an eye. They will be grown. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, the, and the amount of, sh- the amount of shit you and your kids already went through, through that, why continue to hold on to it? If you find social media places where, uh, your, you, that, that it was your name. Right. And you see what people mm-hmm. say. Right. Um, yeah. then stop looking. Right? I mean, for real, stop looking. That shit ain't going away, no. right? So. No, I, you're correct, Keith. I I no longer, like, go through that rabbit hole. I don't. But I, oh, the damage emotionally and mentally, it's hard to not, when it does come up, it's hard not to feel all of those emotions all over again. Well, of course not. I lost. I lost my career. That was like losing a very big piece of me. Mm. I've always saw myself like being a chief. I am a military girl. I had an Air Force, and I lost it. And that was the worst feeling I have ever felt because I worked so hard on it my career and now that is all I am ever going to be like I that's why I'm changing my name because I cannot get a job if HR you know does a background check and we all know people will look for you on social media yeah very and true. now that is part of their hiring yeah nobody will hire me if they look me up and that is all they see I will not Okay. What if you weren't meant to work for anybody, but to be your own CEO and start a nonprofit? All I ever wanted to do was work in accounting and government and the RM. That's all I want. Yeah. Mm. But also when my kids grow up, that's what they're going to see. They're not going to see my accolades or, you know, the things that I've worked hard on. That's all I'm known for now. Yeah. Geraldine, um, I, I, I I, I disagree. I think you need to let go as much as possible and you need to push the ball forward. And all you did was create a few additional... I don't even want to say barriers or obstacles. You just got to work a little bit harder, right? And I'm not saying you're not working hard at all. What I'm saying is, is that when your kids grow up, um, first of all, you're their mom. They're going to love you no matter what. Two, I don't look at you or your kids that way. 
there are many others out there who don't look at you or your kids that way. And if today was the first time you got to share an opportunity to apologize and, and maybe show people a human side of you of what you're going through and, and your regret, um, and your fears, you just never know, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you no. know, like, you just don't know. Right. So I would, I would ask you to not be like me and create these, these boogeymen. I do it too. Jody, you, I, listen, I'm, I do it too. I do it too. I just told you yeah. I was 350%. <laughs> I was like, where's my damn segue? <laughs> you know, I should be walking. Oh my so you see what I mean? So what I mean is, is, um, uh, don't think like that. Continue to push the ball forward, continue to be inspired, continue to be that lighthouse for your group that you met, that you're still in contact with. Find people, right, who don't mm-hmm. don't look at that that chapter in your life as a lifetime sentence, and build and grow with them. Um, you yeah. always you always you always have me in your corner to help. I I don't I don't write people off um, unless it's like blatantly like the shit in the world that people should really be pissed about. We talked about that, right? Rape. Yeah pedophile like all that stuff like yeah i I, i'm not open to working with you however comma space you went facebook live expressed some feelings it's not a lifetime sentence for you in your next four generations okay um and i promise you that if you let go of the anchor and you find a way to use what you did in the past as motivation and a catalyst to do something bigger and better. You think you're the only one who is going to make mistakes in, in our lives. I mean, shit, whoever, whoever thought 2020 was going to be like this. No, gosh, not everyone. Right. I but, mean, no, I totally get what you're saying because yeah. Like if anybody's going to take anything from this interview is that do not give up on yourself. Yeah. Do not, no matter how hard and how rock bottom you think you have fallen, don't give up. There is always a way. And no matter, no matter how dark it is, don't give up. Remember that. Meme. Remember I that. do. I do. Keith. Like, remember, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Remember that meme where it says good leaders lift people up and it's Darth Vader with the chokehold lifting the guy up. Yeah. <laughs> good leaders yeah i'm I'm making a joke what i'm saying is is that i think you have more people that are not condemning you than you probably believe i hope so yeah don't don't don't, listen listen i listen i i realized something about myself you want to talk about me for a minute um right because you know because i have ptsd right and i was just telling someone this um and um, I was like, you know what I realized is I don't know how to be comfortable or successful in peace and tranquility. Because when I feel it, I get uncomfortable and I go seek conflict. And um, people are like, that doesn't make sense. I said, sure it does. I was like, do you know how much combat exposure I have and where I've learned to perform in conflict in chaos? Mm-hmm. I was like, I do my best thinking when I'm upset. 
I do my best debating when I'm upset because I don't hold back. I was like, when I'm trying to be Mr. CEO, <clears throat> oh, can you bring me some Perrier? Oh. <laughs> I stumble over my words because I'm too busy trying to think of saying something that may or may not offend someone. Um, mm -hmm. Jordan, you're a human being just like I am, right? Take the stripes off. We're two people. We're two people who have kids. We're two people who served. We're two people who like the gym, right? Um, mm -hmm. I, I fucking do not like numbers, so I'm sorry. I don't like accounting. <laughs> That's why my wife handles the money. I just work and make it. Um, it's funny, you know, whenever I get paid, I'm like, it's payday. She's like, it's already spent. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, um, I think people, God puts people in places at the right time, at the right place. And you chose to have the courage to reach out to me on IG, right? Mm -hmm. After you had done left and we connected, there was no rejection, right? Did, did you think about that? Did you think like, is he even going to accept this crap? Or did you not care? No. No, see, I think you knew, yeah. right? That he was like, I don't think he dislikes me. Yeah, no, not and, at all. Because, I mean, I wouldn't add somebody that I think I'm gonna, that's going to be, you know, upset. Like, uh, I think you're, I think you get along with a lot of people, Steve. And I didn't think that you saw me in that light. That you just like, no, I'm not associating with her. No, no, I would never do that. I just had to, I just had to like distance myself. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, um, like I'll share, it's not you. So I have, uh, I can say it now cause I'm retired, but I have, I will connect with anybody in the squadron. Right. And I've been told in a, a long time ago that like, Hey, you know, I would, I would caution when, you know, your airman or subordinate's friend requests you and you accept it. And I was like, all I do is post about me. And I said, I like the idea that I get to learn about them. Right. And then you see what some of them use for, uh, <laughs> what they use Facebook for. And it's kind of like, oh my gosh, scroll, 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 scroll. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> Squirrel, oh right? my God. And, yes. and so I, I, let me tell you a story. This is before I got to Nellis. Um, I spent a weekend uh, writing EPRs and I'm th I think you, I think I worked on a, 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 one of yours or a couple of yours. Right. And I think, I think I do fairly good at writing EPRs. I'm, at least the, the, the amount of promotions that came out of it and they weren't made up stuff. I mm -hmm. mean, I think I challenge people to work hard and then I make sure I do my part to write it. Um, so I'm spending a weekend writing staffs. I'm, uh, not writing. I am reviewing staffs or NPRs at a former base before, uh, Nellis, if you know my history, that means, you know, it was McCord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, uh, and I've always had these relationships with my subordinates, right? So I'm looking at this one EPR. No, I'm sorry, senior airman EPRs. It was senior airman EPRs because that is such a monster, monster uh, force distribution to work through. So many senior airman EPRs. And so, so, yeah. so one of the, the staff sergeant who wrote it, um, I was Facebook friends with. And um, I just happened the night before, um, which was the day before Sunday, I was in at work working on the EPRs. I was like, what in God's name is this? It was just terrible, right? And so I call this individual on Monday and I'm like, so, hey, what's going on? You know, I was like, this EPR is like bad. I was like, I swear sometimes you guys just send crap up because you know I'll fix it, which is a bad habit of mine too. Um, That's not the chief I know. No, it no. Is. Well, 
<laughs> no, it, it is it better be good at get to go by the time if, it gets to your death. So true. Um, but the, remember, er, every version of us changes, right? The Geraldine Lovely I'm talking yeah. to today is not the Geraldine Lovely that I saw looking at me like, who the fuck cares that you knew the chief when I met you in the storeroom, right? Um, I got places <laughs> to go. Um, so, and I, I, it doesn't bother me. I'm used to it. But so anyways, I was like, hey, so what's up with this EPR? Like, and so this, this staff sergeant says, well, I didn't have time, right? Oh, no. I didn't have time to, to, to work on it. And so I popped Facebook and open, open and I said, I said, oh, but you got time to be fucking around in Seattle. <laughs> she pulled her phone and she was like unfriended like right in front of me wow <laughs> so I just busted up laughing I said you can unfriend me but your ass is gonna go work on this EPR and she was like well oh I didn't do I didn't do she goes she goes I just don't expect you know my private life to be used against me and I said and I said I don't expect my NCOs to be fucking liars don't say you didn't have time when you had time and I said the amount of time yeah. I've put into helping you I would expect you to take care of your airmen. That's your job. See, but when you have those kind of conversations today with people, people don't like to hear the truth about themselves. Exactly. And they they are super easily offended and they know how to manipulate the system and and um, don't think I don't know um, after the fact things that you, the tech sergeant level, was dealing with when that video came out with being undermined, you know? Um, mm -hmm. you know, they came out afterwards and there was some very, uh, direct dialogue. And of course, you know, when you sit where I sit, you always get like 20% truths of everybody. Right. Oh. And, and unfortunately what happens is the, the, the people who are being impacted the most, like, you know, you and some other tech sergeants, they never want to have the, the real conversation. It's always like, look, I just want to tell you about it, but I don't want to do nothing about it. You know? Oh, yeah. And you're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> you know like like i'm like i'm like uh so why are you telling me you know and so it's like you know as a husband right so you used to have a husband i i understand my wife gives me lots of implied tasks meaning she implies something which doesn't you know i can be like oh well you didn't say do it implied task means no you need to go do it um and so yeah. you're, you're putting these positions of like uh so now do i break your trust to fix something you're complaining about, but it's not, you know, illegal, more unethical, but it's definitely not, um, healthy for the culture. Right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, say a lot. No, right? hmm? <sighs> that, that culture of your, the military has, been, you know, slowly keeping in and it's gotten worse now mm -hmm. that that sense of responsibility is no longer the same way. You know, I, if you are given a rank and all these responsibility, you expected to accomplish them. So the fact right. that now it's all excuses, all let's throw everyone under the bus kind of thing is just no longer a good, you know, culture. Yeah. Well, we, we operate in a world of constant shifting, right? And the, the AFIs became very ambiguous. It became very interpretation-based. Um, and then you add social media where 500, well, let's just say 300,000, right? Let's just say 300,000 because that's about the end strength. I think we're sitting somewhere like just active duty side. 
Um, it's almost like I think in the six hundred thousands with with Air National Guard and reserves. You have all their opinions on one sentence. You know, yeah. you read one AFI but, and you get eighty five thousand different variations of it. And I don't think that's necessarily beneficial to what we're trying to achieve or what we want to do. Um, but it is what it is, right? And so at the end of the day, we just try to be the best versions of ourselves. You cannot, you cannot connect, keep dragging the baggage with you, right? And I'm telling you, Geraldine, right. I, it's taken me about two months. I still, I st- I'm telling you, I still will, um, uh, when I go to Nellis, I, I get sick to my stomach. No, I know that feeling. You know, like just thinking about Nellis just gives me yeah, anxiety. I just do. There's certain there is there is one particular person that my my parent my dad who's a retiree and my wife mm-hmm. they have to like literally mentally prepare me. They're like, if you see this person, just walk the other way. And I won't I won't say their name, but my my folks know that that. I literally have to mentally prepare myself to make sure um, I, I I don't get master P up in the commissary with with someone who I think is just you know a low life, you know. Um, so yeah. it is what it is, and I know I'm above that. I mean, I'm, I hate saying that because you know we can always fear how people look at us and stuff like that, but. I'm a human being just like anybody else. And I, and I've got thoughts and I, and I've never, you know, necessarily been Mr. Monopoly man with the top hat and the one little eyeglass and the cane. Um, but I'm trying to work on it. I am. And I still, I still have a tough time. Um, you can't spend 28 years and think in two months you're good. Um, because the truth is, is I love people. I care about you. I mean, Mm -hmm. otherwise I wouldn't have, invited this opportunity this is this is not for me to get likes or shares i am not monetized um most people don't know i've spent over ten thousand out of my pocket just for this setup wow so um this is for me to give people a voice this is for me to bridge gaps between lenses and perspectives and you know let me ask you this, Chief. Do you enjoy it? Do you love doing it? I love doing it. So, wow. See, I love it. Quid pro quo. Good job. Touche, Geraldine. Um, mm-hmm. I do. Um, but I, so when you start doing something, right, um, you really, you will, stru- I struggled with really knowing who had my back, um, with who was really watching, um, who was really supporting and, and it can be deceptive, right? Um, again, I mm-hmm. think, I think when you go through things that are traumatic, I can say me and you both have, you will create your own demons and those demons, yep. them demons. Oh my gosh, man. I'm gonna tell you like, like I can zone out and my wife knows it. She, she, she will know. And, and people is so here. I'm gonna tell you a little thing about me. My wife knows noticed recently. Um, she sees me talking to myself. And, um, I, I didn't realize I was doing it. She could hear me and she was like, that's so scary, babe. Like you will zone out and you just start talking. Like I'm whispering. I'm like, yeah, like that just in the shower, mm-hmm. standing somewhere. And she's like, what's going on? And I said, 
I'm playing out a potential conversation in my head and thinking about their rebuttals or their comments. I'm still in conflict in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's how I am too. Okay. So I actually did that and almost got in a car crash. Yeah. Because I was doing that conversation in my head while driving and I went onto the left lane and onto on common traffic. And so I understand what you mean when you zone out because you are demons. We are our demons that we create so much work. Oh man, they, they, they will, they, they will stop you from achieving. They will tell you, you can't be that. They will tell you people are after you that they're not. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'll be straight up. Right. Like, so I have thousands and thousands of friends supposedly. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I used a little rabbit ear on that, right? Cause I've learned that when I went public with this, cause you asked me, right. I'm like, okay, so here mm-hmm. I am sitting here with thousands and thousands of Facebook friends and all these IG people yet. I can't get past 319 subscribers. Um, and then people want their story shared, right? So I'll take time oh, to, yeah. to interview them. And I'm like, so how come you don't actively share your story and push it? You know, and, and, and it's not malicious. I think we just don't think about it. And so for me, I had to, na- so it's not them. So for me, um, I had to have a paradigm shift in leadership. So when I was the chief um, and you were tech sergeant lovely, right? Mm-hmm. I was obligated to lead you and you were fairly obligated to follow me whether you wanted to or not. True or false? True. True, right? Now I'm just fucking Mr. True Blue ID card dude who goes to the gate and be like, hey, I'm I'm a chief. They're like, yeah, whatever, dude, go through the gate. And I'm just joking. The, the security forces guys are always professional. Um, but you're really a nobody. That's just hardcore truth. Um, mm-hmm. I have not necessarily been disrespected, but the fact is, is once you're retired, you're retired, right? And so uh, my leadership, I had to realize it was like, I was weighing like, man, nobody's following me. You know, I thought I thought I had this value and I thought I was doing this service. Right. And you you start going through you start just splitting hairs in your brain and trying to do root cause analysis. And, you know, what am I not doing right? And what am I doing wrong? And 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 usually it's so easy to just blame everyone else. It's so easy to blame everyone else. And truly, it's not them. It's you. And I had to go back and say, okay, what did I fail to do? I'd failed to identify what I really wanted to achieve with this. If I wasn't worried about being monetized, which I really wasn't, then mm-hmm. who cares, right? It, it, someone will watch at some point in time. And, and if not, maybe I need to change the way I do. So I started making these like little mini commercials, right? And then gradually I was like, wait a minute. What if the win is just me getting better at something that I never thought I would do, that I didn't know how to do, and my kids are mm-hmm. seeing me achieve something, then I was, was like that, that aha, like what if the win isn't even me getting listeners? I mean, what if the win could be someone hears it and wants to bring me onto a show? Or what if the win is I teach my son how to do this and he ends up being successful? Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and, it totally does. But I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's why I love it now because I let go of the demons that were filling my head with negativity and you'll hear that in three of the podcasts where I was talking about my PTSD. Um, I, I do have PTSD. I have it bad. Um, but I was able to channel my energies on this platform and enjoy it and not worry about anything, but 
producing content and letting people share their story. And if I did that, it's a win. Anything else? Hey, look where I'm at. I'm sitting here on a podcast with you. Yeah. And honestly, as long as you love it and you enjoy it, that's all that really matters, right? Yeah. And you know what? If you're going through stuff, you have my email, right? Yeah. You should be like, and, huh? What, 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 what? And? Oh, no, I was just going to say, and I was just, I was like, uh, we're friends on Facebook. I'm just messaging you. If I, like, I'm really struggling, I know that I have people I can talk to. Yeah, and you know what you have but more. What's that? You also, they can only do so much if you don't help yourself. That's right. You have to do 50% of the work so that your support system can pull you the rest. And you just learned today that we and both I, we both talked to ourselves, right? Yeah. Would you and have, also would you I have learned ever, that we both. Huh? Huh? No, no, you first. Oh, I was going to say, I learned that we both have PTSD. Mm-hmm. Well, mine's MST. But yeah. It, and it really is humanizing to hear that you were struggling at the end of your career like it, it is it puts you in a different life again in my eyes yeah you'll so. you, it's rendering right now i did an interview last night um mm-hmm. and it was it was actually him interviewing me um a young a uh, young man still in the air force and mm-hmm. i said i said i just kind of started giving up towards the end i just didn't um I couldn't take the face punches no more. I couldn't take the knives in my back no more. And I couldn't take the unknowns because people are too fucking chicken shit to tell things, to tell you to your face things. Hey, I give you, listen, let me tell you something. You straight up always told me what was on your mind. The last two big things I remember you telling me was you make me feel like you don't believe I earned tech sergeant. True, right? Mm-hmm. And the last thing. No, I'm not at the gym. That was at the gym. And, yeah. um, I remember telling you after that conversation that that was your year. <laughs> and then what was that? I remember, remember I Facebook messaged you and I said, I said, uh-huh. Geraldine, this is your year to thrive. And, uh, <laughs> you know what happened the next day, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you jinxed it, Pete. Uh, no, I always, that year. you know what? It, yeah, I maybe, yeah, let's, you know what? Let, let's blame me. I, you know what? I'm going to take it. I, I fucked it up, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I will own it. I, I think, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's a tough spot to be in when you know people are going through things, but someone open up to you, you know, and mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try, they, they just won't. And, um, and it's unfortunate, you know, cause I think what I've, I did prove towards the end is I would, I would bend any rule or even probably potentially, um, break a rule if it meant the mental well being of someone who's going through suicidal ideations and mental health problems. Um, yeah. I never understood why people thought a PT test was more important than someone going through mental health problems. Because, you know, I used to say, well, if we were out troops in contact in a gunfight, I want the person who's out of shape 
next to me versus the person who has mental things going on, you know? I see because they're not yeah, going to be there, right? right? But we kick people out all the time for, you know, waste measurement. So, um, yeah, yeah, let's just say I screwed that up. But um, you originally asked, you said, am I enjoying this? And I, I am very much enjoying this because I get to to connect. I get to reconnect with you. I hope you will gradually. I will take this that that we are friends when you call me Kevin or KJ. Um uh, comfortably. It's funny. I still have people that are like, Nope, it's chief. It's chief. It's chief. Even I put out this, this proclamation on one November. I was like effective one November. I'm no longer calling my officer type friend, sir, ma'am. I'm still calling him. Sir. I'm still calling him, sir. And ma'am. Um, yeah. it's just so ingrained in me. Right. Um, I, I can't imagine. It is. It's yeah. hard to break. Yeah. Only one person but. I call by their first name and it's cause we, we long evolved into like genuine true friends, you know, and, um, oh, yeah. man, so i tell you, um, can you believe we've been on here for an hour? I, oh, wow. No, actually an hour and, and a half of minutes according to my phone, but, but recording time, um, I'm still trying to figure out this stupid thing. Um, <laughs> anyways, I give up. It's a, uh, oh, here we go. An hour and five minutes of the podcast. So. What else? What else? What else would you want your listeners to hear, or do you want to just have a, a, a chapter two down the road sometime? I mean, if you're to show, chief, ask me whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, or I mean, we can. I'll follow you wherever you want to take this. I'll tell you what. Let's let's end it on a note. This is what I want to I want to communicate first before I tell you to share some words of encouragement because um, I think if anything I got out of this was the courage to fight after what you feel like is a lifetime sentence of a mistake and bouncing back in today is step one of letting go. And I think it would be smart if maybe me and you jumped on the phone and maybe talked through some of this stuff, um, almost like it's a book. So I say we call this chapter one. Um, and I would encourage you to do this. Um, if you have thoughts and you don't want to come on the mic, shoot me an email and say, Chief, Kevin, KJ, whatever like that. Can you shout this out to whomever may need it? Okay. And then I'll do that. If not, um, I say we just get on this thing again and uh, we see where this goes or we can do it without the microphone and just, you know, look, let's, what matters here most is, is that people who need to hear it, hear it. While I'm here trying yeah. to give you a platform, you are also helping me stay connected with people I care about, purpose, truth, opportunity. And it took courage to come on this. So so please, 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 like I hope when you hang up um, that you will take a deep breath and you'll be like, you know what? That, that, that was worth it. And that was a step in the right direction because you only eat an elephant one bite at, one bite at a time. Mm -hmm. Sound good? It sounds good. Hell yeah. You know, like I, like I said, thank you for having me on here. Mm. And honestly, I am so grateful for you sharing what you were going through because I did, you know, they resonated with me a lot. And to know that you have worked 
as hard on making yourself better and get past this is an inspiration. So thank you. All right. So do you want to give any parting words to the listeners or you just want to say peace out, knock it off or I'll tell them. Knock <laughs> well, my thing is just remember it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. I like it. All right. So. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Geraldine Lovely. What was on the other side? As a great radio host would once say, that's the rest of the story. But the story don't end here because I believe today was a pivot. A pivot into opportunity. A pivot an opportunity for people to have compassion, forgiveness, an opportunity to ask for forgiveness in a moment to go forward and do great things in this world. Geraldine, uh, so grateful for you to join us. And for those listeners out there, uh, be kind, love one another, be compassionate, because in today's world, that's what we need. We need honesty. We need reality We also need love and unity. So thank you for joining me.